0: Come on, let's give our children another hand. It's amazing how, though they come from many different families, Yet they still can enjoy and sing about the same God. And they do it with no resistance. And for that we can say thank you. He's been good. He's been better than good. That if we show them now, they'll always remember. Who he is. Anybody remember who he was and who he is? Amen. Amen. A few things I want to share before we get to the text. First and foremost, all you beautiful mothers, please stand. Salute you. Happy Mother's Day. may your day be spirit with the spirit be filled with the spirit of the you happy mother's day amen um, listen today is a good day i know there are many that might feel like i feel in spirit uh, being that it's mother's day and mother's no longer around but how many know a doctor named jesus that'll be your mother when you're motherless, your father, when you're fatherless. Granny used to tell me he's a comforter. And right now, Lord, I ask you to comfort the hearts of those that are heavy. But give them a spirit of joy. Because weeping may endure for a night. I wish I had one, and I'll make two. But joy. It's going to come in the morning. Amen. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, today's a good day. Despite of it all, today's a good day. Come on, let's celebrate him one more time. If you would turn with me with your manuals of life. to the book of Proverbs chapter 31. Proverbs chapter 31. We're going to do two verses, but a verse and a piece of a verse. Starting at verse 10, if you have it, say amen. If you're still looking, shout out Bible study. We got room for you. Amen. And it reads, Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. If you jump down to verse 30, and I want you to jump right after the vain word. And it says, but a woman that fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Our God and Father's preaching time. Songs have been sung. Gifts have been given. And now, God, we ask you would be the God that you've always been. A giving God and give us some more crumbs from the master's table. And we are just some of your hungry servants asking to eat until we can eat no more. I ask you, Lord, you let me decrease, that you increase in me, hide me behind the throne. Let them see your image upon me, hear your voice through me. And Lord, I pray that something is said, that will fall on fertile soil and disrupt stony ground. So, Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, Lord, I praise you, give you all glory and adoration because you're my strength. Lord, I love you. Because you're my redeemer. And the household of faith said, Amen. Amen. If you would just um, loan me your, your attention for a few moments to help me preach on the subject, the topic, the beauty of mama. The beauty of mama as many of you know i have stated before i'm not a seasonal preacher but this season the lord has embarked for me to be seasonal for mother's day so i'm being obedient to the word of god but we're going to talk about the beauty of mama i believe that when god decided to place man and lay him down and pull the rib out of man. Not only did he start a painful but productive and prolific attempt to show man just how powerful he is. He also showed man that through the majestic and the miraculous abilities that he and only he has that later in life man will appreciate the pain and he will be one that would not only appreciate the pain but he would also be one that would cause some pain but most importantly I believe when he took the rib out of man that he knew that he would deposit it and create something that would be able to shelter, care, and give something important. When he gave it to a woman, I believe in my heart that he knew that whatever that woman decided to do, she would do it at her best. In fact, when he gave that rib to woman and, divided, and decided to make woman and created woman and to be with man and then they followed the rules in which it said to be fruitful and multiply. I believe when he pulled the rib out he knew that there would be some, some baby kids. There would be some roughnecks. There will be some Peters. There will be some Jacobs, some Johns, some Isaiahs, some some Moseses. And he even knew you was going to be you when he decided to create woman with the rib. But one thing I, I, I believe that in the process when he was creating what he was creating, He always wanted us to remember the beauty of the one that delivered us. In fact, and I'm going to walk my way to this. Had we not appreciated the deliverer, then many of us would not be where we are today. Because not only did the deliverer deliver, He created one that was willing to deliver trouble. The Bible says man was born of a woman. is of a few days, but full of trouble. But he wanted us to appreciate the one that carried you for nine months. Some of us were early. Some of us bloomed late. But the appreciation was that if mama could handle all that pain, Y'all just missed that. If mama was so powerful to handle all the prolific nonsense that would be developing in the womb, at least I could see the beauty of who she is. Y'all help me this morning. I, I don't know if anybody here has ever looked in the mirror and just seen your mama in yourself and said, mama, when I look at how ugly I have been, How foolish I have acted, but yet you have still been my mama. I wish I had some mama's babies in the house. And through it all, mama, you showed me that you love me. You still care that you're selfless. You're not selfish, but yet you're still mama. The the, the beauty of, 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 I wish I had somebody that could just, just testify with me and say, I had, or I have a good mama. In fact, it was mama that prayed for me, that had me on her mind, took, I wish I had two that'll stand with me, and I'll make three, took a little time out to pray for a little joker like me. I might not have been what I should have been, but mama had confidence in me. Mama said, you can make it. Mama, deposit some good stuff. And the least I can do is celebrate the beauty of mama. Yeah, uh, uh, the beauty the beauty of a um, uh, mama. Um, as we give record to this text, we see here as it's a prophecy of King Lemuel, uh, who has been, um, in the eyes of great theologians, is uncertain who his identity truly is in the Bible, because he's only mentioned this one time. And, and there's been many speculations and there's been many uh, um, proposals that Lemuel was maybe Hezekiah or even Samuel uh, or even Solomon, the king of Massa, or even he was just fictitious. But we look at Proverbs as a book in which Solomon wrote, a book that has become the everyday proposal to life. That some of us, if we didn't read the Bible because of mama, she taught us the Bible. And so she deposited this area of the Bible in our spirits for us to appreciate what life would be. Uh, you know, some people think just living life is appreciative. But you should appreciate the fact that you are alive in life. That's the most important part of life. But but we know Proverbs is written of Solomon, and Solomon gives this dialogue and discourse of the book of Proverbs, and here we are in this final chapter of what we call the epilogue, where where it gives us the conclusion of what has happened. The unique thing I find out, and it's very interesting, is that this book started off giving us the purpose of Proverbs, instructions of wisdom, uh, justice, and and equity and equality for all, but but it also concludes with the worth of a woman. In fact, a virtuous woman. And, And if we look closely at this text, we're not just thinking or celebrating the beauty of mama, but we should, as Christians, celebrate the character of mama. Because the virtuous woman exemplifies character. And so the reason why we can celebrate the beauty of mother, because she was showing us how to have character. And and, and if we can just be honest, the challenge is coming because our character is being tested. And many of us can say that we don't understand why, but guess what? There's a reason for your character to be tested. For the world to see whose side you really are. And, and, and the truth be told, before you knew Jesus, mama was depositing Jesus in your spirit. And before you even got on the joy bus to go to church, just because they was giving out candy and free lunch, mama already knew what you were going to be, but she wanted you to be something better than what others said. I wish I had somebody talk with me this morning. Would be, and, and, and so she was trying to show us character. And so, understand this. We find three of our biggest challenges of character in our homes, Mm -hmm. on our jobs, and in the church. Uh, Yeah, if if any of you were like me, you you went to church um, eight days a week, and you found your biggest challenges at church of character because... Someone always want to test your spiritualness. Someone always wants to test who and what you're really about. In fact, some people will look at you and say you don't uh, uh, deserve to be where you are. Just to see if you're willing to remember what you were taught. Uh, uh, May I I just cruise back to, to about 1989 when I decided to... To smell myself and go to high school, uh, Mama said, "Don't you ever forget who who's in charge? Don't Don't you ever forget where you came from? Because you know when we get in high school and getting the ninth grade, we start smelling. And some of y'all looking around like I didn't do that. Yes, you did. Uh, the, the times you think." That it's okay to talk back to your mama. Tell your mama and your daddy who is who is and what you ain't gonna do and what you don't feel like doing. And complaining about cleaning up the house and cleaning up your room and being on time to school and stop skipping school, going to bed in time. Mama said, You better remember <laughs> who, 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 who it is. That's that she was depositing some character in you because. If you didn't have the fear of your mama in you. Somebody help me. I wish I had some belt chasers in the house. That, that, that can say, Reverend, I had some fear because sometimes mama had to whip it into me and she had to deposit some lacking, some slashes on me to let me know that she's for real. If, if you don't know who, who it is, because here it is, she said, when you get up a certain age, you're going you're gonna to be introduced to a God that can do the same thing. But worse. I, I mean, I like to go down Memory Lane because had it not been for Memory Lane, I wouldn't be present. Uh, there were times where I was in fear of a switch. I don't know if anybody been tortured like me, uh, where you had, on the time of doing your wrong, you had to go pick your poison. You had to go get a switch. And it better be at least two leaves on it. And the switch better be firm and sturdy. If it ain't, I'm going to whoop you with that switch. And you're going to go get another switch. Yeah, yeah, those, those moments where she was depositing some character. And, and watch this. She was showing us that, that even when you are in church, people will whip you. Even when you're walking with a crown of thorns on your head people will look down on you but yet and still you have to have some character because if you really look at the virtuous woman she had some character that no one else could ever understand yeah because the first thing she shows us is that deceptiveness is an illusion in beauty yeah it's a it's an illusion in beauty because um Uh, the looks of people perceive that the condition of one is favorable Uh, because you look good they think that you got it all together yeah many times you, you come in feeling great but in your spirit your spirit is wrestling with peace your spirit is wrestling with understanding and not all times will you gain approval and acceptance from others watch this. The Bible records that we, we don't have to accept people for what they look like on the outside. But we should accept them for what's on the inside. And, and, and you know, even though I might wear my feelings on my sleeve, that don't mean that's where my heart is. And sometimes people need to understand because I have an attitude don't mean that's my heart. That's just a part of my behavior. Don't get it mixed up. But when you have good character, when your heart is right and your attitude is wrong, your heart will override your attitude. And when you act up because of what you know is right, you'll come beyond yourself and say, Self, you got to stand down. Please accept my apology because it ain't right. Yeah, yeah, that was some, some character that, that the deceptiveness is an illusion. To beauty because watch this beauty is not based upon the outside but is based upon the inside come here 1st Samuel chapter 16 where it says the Lord said to Samuel do not look at his appearance or the height of his statue because I have rejected him for God sees not a man as a man sees but, but for God looks not at the outer appearance but he looks at the heart mama the beauty she would show us was that you got to have a heart if you want to leave. And it behooves us to think that we have a, the, the right to have a hardened heart and receive spiritual blessings. Let me, let me, let me take you here. Uh, if it was simple and easy for you to have a hardened heart but receive a spiritual blessings... I don't believe he would have waited to revelations to discover, to tell you that he's knocking at the door. Behold, I stand at the door and that means your heart has been so hard that I cannot get in until you let me in. And watch this, some people want you to think they love God, but really they hate his people. Truth be told, because if your heart is right, you can't treat somebody else You don't want to be treated. But if your heart is right, you'll love your neighbor such as God has loved you. I wish I was preaching to some loving people that can say, Rabbit, it was hard, but I found it in my spirit to love on my neighbor because God loved me. He he, he loved me. Deception is is, deceptiveness is is an illusion of prudent. But watch this. If you, you you are willing to open your heart. Uh, the beauty of mama was, she said, there was a promoted promise. Uh, come here, Zechariah chapter 9. When, when Jesus rode into town on the coat, it was the look of the coat that people didn't like. You just missed that. And didn't look at what was on the coat. And sometimes you have to look like you're going to look but let God ride you on out. I, Sometimes you got to come to church messed up and ugly, but let God straddle your back and break you down. And then now when you enter into the house, look at what He brought me from. I'm glad He rode me. He broke my heart, He broke my mind, He broke my stubbornness, and I'm so glad that he didn't look on my ugliness, but he saw goodness in my ugliness. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. If people would truly, truly look at what was happening at the cult in Zechariah 9, you, you tied it to the beauty of mother. Because watch this. Though you were ugly at times, mama still saw some good in you. Uh, where, where my trouble? Where my dentist's menaces? Uh, though you were a terror in the neighborhood. Mama still rode and died, ride and died with you. Though my child might be acting up, you better not say nothing to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mama, mama had a way of, of, of being one that was letting people know that though it looks like this, it, it ain't always like it looks. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and and I I can remember when I look at this text and I think about the beauty of this virtuous woman and the character she displayed. Uh, Oftentimes when I was down on myself, mama still deposited encouraging things even though she might have felt like I was right. Y'all just missed that. Many times you may have told the truth, but mama didn't want you to know that was the truth because she wanted you to keep pushing to become better. I mean, you know you wasn't ready for that job. But she said, baby, just keep your hand in God's hand. Keep your head up. God has something special for you, baby. You might have lost that car, but God has a better car. Just get on the RMTD, the bus. It won't get in an accident. It'll get you there. Just be happy that you're blessed. So, 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 when When, when we look at these things, she was trying to change the mindset Because everyone knows what looks good on the outside ain't always good on the inside. And many of us, uh, as we look at the virtuous woman, the beauty of mama, we forget the character that's on the inside. You you can't say you're a child of God, but yet you don't love his children. You can't say that You adhere to the word, but you're selective to what word you adhere to. Because last I checked, the Bible hasn't changed. It might have changed covers when you put a book cover on it, but the intents or the contents of the Bible has never changed. But yet, he is a God that's able to change your messed up ways and give you a facelift. In fact, Mama was saying that if you keep some character, you'll have change in your life. You, you, you won't, though you look good on the outside, eventually you'll feel good on the inside. So then now you'll begin to have a spiritual facelift. So then now I don't look like what I feel, I don't feel how I look, but I serve a God that's able to turn everything around. I wish I had somebody that could say, I'm glad for my facelift. Because I was messed up from the floor up. And had he not put his hands upon me, my face, my hands, my feet would not be brand new. I'm so glad that he changed me. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm, going to get out your way. Uh, So not only is deceptiveness an illusion in beauty, but it promotes promise. But not only that, here it is. Beauty does not reduce productivity. Because the text says in verse 30, and beauty is vain. Uh, the text states that, that the beauty is vain. Now, when we look at vain, we, we say it is it, it means fleeting. And really, fleeting means it lasts for a very short time. Now, watch this. Uh, because... You have gotten older does not mean you cannot be productive. It was unique how mama could take a cast iron black skillet. In your mind, you would think everything that's cooked in it would be burnt. Y'all, y'all appeased me this morning. When you look at the skillet, everything you think would go in the skillet you thought would be burnt. But it was unique how she could put things in the skillet and while you think it's burning, the smell only lasts for so long. Y'all just missed the shout right there. And it was unique how she could have you thinking it looked burnt or would be burnt, but when it got done, the product was worth having on your plate and in your life. I wish I had some spam eaters this morning that that I could say reverence some some bologna that didn't always get cooked the way it should. But I thank God that she didn't let my my vainness be unproductive. But she showed me that what I've been through don't mean I have to stop trying to make it. And and many people need to understand that part of life is something you're going to deal with for the rest of your life. Jesus never said that you had to be a certain age to serve. You just had to be willing to receive. Receive him and acknowledge him as your personal savior. So then at that point, God then began to use you. Now watch this. I wish that people would stop using their age as an excuse to why they're not productive in the church. Help me somebody. Yeah, let me wake you up this morning. And many times, because of our age, we look at things and say we cannot do. But I remember reading in the Bible of a woman that laughed about having a baby, but didn't know God had already had some things birthed in her life. Do you know anybody like that that looked down on themselves, but God had some purpose? In them, and sometimes you just have to go through the labor pains. Sometimes you just have to be willing to deal and take the punches with the pros. So then now when you get older, you'll realize just how good he, he really is. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the beauty is very it only lasts for a, a short time because here it is, you can still be productive. Even though you're not where you want to be. If if we took as much time as we take to beautify ourselves. If we took just that much time to get into the word of God. And begin to apply the word of God. You won't look like what you feel like. And people won't won't look at you and say you're not what you're claiming to be in fact he says let your light so shine so men can see your good works and because we're not wanting to be productive we got to brag about our good works but how many know when God has made a change in your life you don't have to brag all you have to do is say I'm a servant of the living God and if God changed me God can change you. There's no secret what God can do. What he done for others, high five somebody say, he can do it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we have to understand. She says that beauty does not reduce productivity. And, and the reality is, the character of people have become conceited when it comes to church. Uh, yeah. The conceitedness of our character has exposed and it has tainted the church. What are you saying, Reverend? Just because you have many talents don't mean you know everything. Help me, Mama. I'm glad you're talking to me. Boy, you better learn how to cook and clean. Well, Mama, already know. How do you know if you ain't never did it? I'm trying to help you so that later on you won't forget because you ain't gonna always find somebody that can cook a four course meal. You ain't gonna always be married to somebody that know how to wash clothes and clean the house. But I wish I had some gum scrapers in the house that remember the days on Saturday morning that you had to get the butter knife and the towel and scrape the floor, get a little bleach and wipe the walls and sometimes you had to stick your clothes in the sink with some darn dish soap and learn how to wash your clothes because mine was letting you know you can be productive and don't have much. Yeah, we've we, we become conceited just because you can buy a big gallon of laundry detergent. You're getting beside yourself and forget what it's like to put 75 cents in the machine and get just a little packet. We're getting conceited. And so watch this. Then now we're not productive because we're always looking at people like we're better than them. If you read The Virtuous Woman, none of her characteristics was conceitedness. None of her characteristics would put you in the mind to think that she thought she was better than anyone else. But if you really read The Virtuous Woman aspect, you would see that She was a woman that believed that if she exemplified something, those that she are connected to, which would be her husband, those that she would birth, which would be her children, which was like her rubies, would then appreciate all of the hard work that she did in order for them to get where they were. Okay. Okay, let me, let me put it like this. The beauty of mama can always be looked at in the sense of remembering what mama wouldn't do for you. Because many of us can testify that there was nothing that mama wouldn't do for you. In fact, if you were like me, you would remember how mama would give her last just to make sure that you had what you needed. Can I get a witness this morning? But if you were like me, you would remember that mama would even fight your friends on your behalf. Ain't the Lord all right? Mama would make her way down to the courthouse even though she know you were all the way wrong. Won't mama do that for you this morning? But I remember many a nights crying Didn't know which way to turn, but mama came in, and she didn't have to wipe my tears. She just stood in the doorway, and just the image of mama telling me everything is going to be all right. That was good enough for me, and I wonder, is there anybody here that can remember the beauty of your mama? And what she's done for you. Uh, is there anybody here that can testify to say, Reverend, I remember the beauty of my mama. She laughed with me, she talked with me, she told me that she loved me when nobody else cared for me. Ain't the Lord all right? Which reminds me of a lady and her son. She lived in a town that if your child or somebody did wrong, they would crucify you and cut your head off. But they would bring you before the judge and they would ring a bell. This young boy was with the wrong crew and he got in trouble. You know sometimes, but you're in the wrong place. At the wrong time, you remember what mama said. You got to stop hanging with any and everybody that don't mean you no good. This young man had got in some trouble and began to call on his mother. His mother told the judge. She said, I know my child, he may not always do right, but this one thing, I know my child didn't do no wrong. But the judge looked at at the mama and he said, at 12 o'clock, We're gonna ring the bell And if the bell strikes three times We got to take his head off Ain't the Lord all right Well, how many know When it's time to save your child What a mother won't do She won't let her child go down And she won't cover him But Mama went into the house And she grabbed her husband's old raincoat And put on one of his hats She made her way down to the area where the bell was she climbed up in the bell and she held on real tight she said father you know my child I know I raised him right Lord just give me the strength to hold on while the enemy's trying to take his life at 12 o'clock they marched this young boy down to the bell and the judge began to ring the bell the bell didn't ring He rung it the second time, the bell didn't ring. On the third time, the bell still didn't ring. The man turned and he looked at the other judges. He said, I find no fault in this man. You got to let him go free. And about 10 minutes later, mother fell from the bell. This boy come running down, and he saw his mama laying by the bell. He said, mama, why did you do it? She said, well, son, I did it all because I loved you. I care for you and i will die for you. I got one question I want to ask. Anybody know about how good mama can be? Won't she cover you? Won't she protect you? Won't she keep you strong? How do I know? Because one Friday, Jesus did the same thing on the Calvary's heel. They hung him on the cross. They hung him high. They stretched him wide. They tell me that he died. Didn't he die? But that ain't the end of the story. They took him down, put him in the barrel tomb all day Friday, all night Friday, all day Saturday, all night Saturday, all day Saturday night, all night Saturday night. But I Sunday morning, he got up with power in his hands. That's the beauty that God will give. When you lost your mother, he still will be your mother. When you lost your father, he'll be your father. Granny called him Andy. Andy walks with me. Andy talks with me. How many no mother tells you that you are her own? He tells us that we are his own. I got one question I want to ask you. Ain't he all right? Say yeah. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor. Neighbor, I remember the beauty of mama. She laughed with me. She loved me. She cared for me. And for that I said thank you. Thank you, Jesus. You've been good, better to me. Then I bend to myself, lift up hands in the sanctuary And shout out I'm so glad for my mama I'm so glad for my mama You ain't saying that I'm so glad for my mama She did it all <laughs> Yeah of mama. Mama did it all. Mama let me know that I can still be productive even though I'm in a messed up estate. In fact, mama saw productivity in me when I couldn't see it. But I thank God for what she knew and what she wasn't afraid to share. And because of that, I can celebrate her even on the days and the time that I miss her. Because I know that her spirit is with me. Do I have anybody that just just celebrate your parents here and not being here? Because the spirit is still with you. and, and, And so you can appreciate the beauty of your mother. Because they had character. And they was teaching us how to have character. And if there's no character, watch this, then you cannot establish any legacies. Catch that. With no character, you can't establish any legacies. Why? Because in a legacy, you'll see the humility that she displayed. When you didn't understand. Yeah. Many times. And I'm getting ready to open the door. I didn't understand how she could stay humble. When. People dogged her out. How can you have humility when your family turned their back on you? When your friends laugh at you and. Your own children don't respect you. But one thing I knew about that was mama had Jesus. And when you got Jesus in your life, your character should begin to look like Jesus. Your ways should begin to, you should begin to act like Jesus and watch this your talk should be like Jesus that's why he tells us in the Bible that we must learn to encourage one another learn to lift each other up we are coaches watch this to each other And we are to remain productive in the kingdom of God. What am I saying? Though you are a coach, you still can be coached. You can learn something from everybody. One thing about the beauty of a mother. If you read The Virtuous Woman, it says... She was a clothes maker. Her children looked good. And it said everyone recognized her husband as he sat down or he came in the presence. I'm going to say this and I'm going to open the doors of the church. How many times have mama made you look good? And because of how good she made you look, we forgot to say thank you. I'm saying that for this reason. For those that have a mother still here, better learn how to say thank you. Watch this, no matter how bad you say your mother treated you, you still say thank you. Because they treated Jesus bad. And he still said thank you to his father. I don't care if she don't agree with you, don't have, uh, always want to fuss at you, you better say thank you. Even if she don't give you the 20 that you asked for and only give you five, you better learn to say thank you. Even if she get on your nerves, you better learn to say thank you. Because the day that they lay that body in front of this altar, that'll be the day you wish you could have said it all. so as we not only celebrate the beauty of our mothers, we celebrate the beauty of God. Because he's telling us that we must learn to say thank you while we still can. Don't let this just be the day that you say, I'm coming to just be a part of service. Let this be the day in the start that you say, I know what she taught me. I know what she told me. And the Bible is true. And today I'm going to do some different things in my life so that I can begin to at least appreciate the legacy that either exists or will exist when the Lord calls her home.